Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, hello everyone and welcome. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide and your coach for the week. And I really, really appreciate you joining today. We have a special guest with us today and I think you're going to really, really enjoy what uh, she has to share with us. Uh, But I wanted to make sure that you, as always, I'm going to remind you every time we get together, if you have really lived your your life in a certain way, um, then you can really know that you've done what you can to make yourself an amazing life. And that is, first of all, live with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks. Always give thanks. Give thanks in everything. And then secondly, because, um, you know, it's so important that others receive from us, we receive at the same time when we give. So give when you can. And then thirdly, Because we have the power of choice, love first and then choose. If you live your life that way, I know you've had an amazing week and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. So I really, really appreciate you sticking to that. You know, last week we had a great conversation together uh, about something that was was really heavy on a lot of people's minds. And in fact, so much so that I got such such feedback from it. It was a tremendous feedback that uh, I thought we would... Uh, not take the subject again necessarily, but take the next step. And that's why uh, I think it's so, so very important that we listen to today's guest who is going to talk to us about uh, not only just being overwhelmed like we talked about last week, but how to really de-stress that. What, what really happens for us when we're in that mode and how we can come out of that. There's a specific way that she's going to talk to us about doing that. So I'm not going to spend a lot more time uh, just teasing you. I'm going to let you know that uh, if you listen to what is said today, you will have yet another tool in your toolkit. And this one is a powerful one. Of all the things I mentioned uh, last week, which were very actionable, you know, taking the breath and, and writing the list and, and getting out of your head and, and all those things that we talked about to ease the level of being overwhelmed, this piece uh, that our guest is going to add tonight is really, really very, very powerful. So I'm so, so excited to have her with us. Okay, without further ado, I'm going to introduce to some of you and, and, uh, and, and maybe just remind you who she is to others, uh, Jan Tucker. <clears throat> Jan Tucker is, uh, I'll just call her an expert in the area of yoga, spiritual yoga. And um, without going into a lot of detail about her background and reading the bio word for word, I'm going to just say hello to Jan and ask her to tell us about herself. Jan, are you there? 
I'm there, Clarence. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're very, very excited to have you. Glad to be here. Thank you. So why don't we just jump right in, because I, I know there's so much to cover. In fact, when you and I were, were talking and, and exchanging information, uh, this is a very, very large subject, or it can be, depending on, on how we approach it. So I want to, uh, first of all, have everybody understand what this is all about from your perspective and maybe a little bit about yourself and how, you, how you've got into this work and what you're doing with it. Okay, well... To start with, I guess I should explain that I, I do live a yoga lifestyle, and you know, I, I refer to myself as a yogi, and I didn't find that path right away in life. It took me a long time to get there, um, and now that I've found it, my, I've been able to change my life completely, and it's through the yoga concepts that I've learned that my life has been able to change, and I've been studying yoga uh, formally since about the year 2000, so it's been about 15 years, and right now I feel like I'm at the point where I've learned so much and I've um, had such a successful transition because of it that I want to be able to share these concepts with other people. So that's pretty much what I'm all about, and I do have an online magazine called DeepSpiritualYoga.com that I created for that purpose just very recently. Well, that's fantastic. It's fantastic. So you've, ex you've experienced something 15 years ago that, that moved you into this space, and, and you've been living that lifestyle ever since. Is that correct? Absolutely, yes. And I've and, delved into it a lot, lot deeper than a lot of people do. So uh, yeah, those are some of the things I would That's great. That's why I'm so glad to have you here, because when we think of yoga, when I say we, I mean, that's the royal we. I'm talking about myself. When I, when I hear, even hear the term yoga, there are images that come to mind. Uh, first of all, there's the images of the physicality of it, of getting into certain position, you know, uh, downward dog and uh, whatever, you know, lotus or I don't know what all the names are, but there's these different positions physically that you get into. So I start to think of it in terms of a physical stretching and that sort of thing. But then there's this other side of, of being peaceful and spiritual uh, that comes along with it. So that's what comes to mind for me. But the fact that you live this lifestyle, maybe you can really enlighten us. Okay. Uh, yeah, I find that all the time when I talk to people. But the minute I say the word yoga, their mind switches to physical exercise and stretching, and they, they start thinking about some yoga teacher that they know about, and I have to kind of pull them back in and say, well, wait a minute, I don't even really do physical yoga anymore. Um, what I'm talking about is more the yoga concepts, and they're, they're life concepts. It's, it's how to live your life. Mm. Um, if you look at the Bhagavad Gita, which is the main book that yogis learn by it's all about how to live a better life and just just to make it clear some of the concepts that you learn in yoga are going within you know you have we have two types of energy we have energy that goes outside of us and we live in that energy pretty much every day on a daily basis <clears throat> um, for instance you know when we're doing our jobs we're we're outside all of our energy is going to an object or something that we're doing or something that someone else is saying, the energy goes out. 
and, and it, it lives in the world and it, it interacts with other people. And then there's this other energy that we have that we can turn within so that we can actually meditate and turn that energy within and reach our inner soul with it. So as we sit very quietly and we get really peaceful, we start to hear things. Like we'll hear our, our own heartbeat. We'll hear blood going through our, our blood vessels. And then when we get really, really silent, we can actually make a connection with our inner soul. And, and that's what yoga is about. It's, it's turning that outward energy in and, and having a soul connection. Wow. That's, that's uh, yoga. That yoga is very different than what typically comes to mind. And, and you know, the way you described it, this external and internal this energy flow, outward and inward. Uh, I think that's very enlightening. So as we talk about uh, our energy uh, moving from the inside out, um, there are obviously techniques and things that we can do to enhance that and to live that way. Um, can, you, can you tell us just a little bit more about what are the, the triggers to make that happen better for ourselves? Well, first of all, you want to get you want to have a place to meditate and that place should be the same place that you go every time you decide you're going to meditate. Now, you know, you don't have to start a serious meditation process right away. You can just sit there for five minutes and just watch your breath go in and out. That's usually the first step that people hear about in order to learn how to calm down, to calm your mind. Just take, take a regular breath just as you would normally, watch it come in, feel it come in, and then feel it go out. And then just see how long you can do that without getting restless. Uh-huh. But you want to have, that, have a place to go to where you know nobody's going to interrupt you. You want to create a nice space for yourself that you're comfortable in. And that's a really good way to start. Right, right. You know, there are people that I know that, that have a, a hard time um, just slowing down enough to to find that time in that moment, but that sounds like it's a, it's really the basis. It's the you have to start there, otherwise you, you know, you've got so much else going on inside of you. It's a good place to start. Um, it's not actually the place that I started though, oh. because I've always been I've always been an A type personality, okay. and it was very very hard for me to sit still. I have a very active mind. So I had to go through quite a lot, you know, I went through a couple different paths before I got to the point where I really wanted to focus on sitting still and, and connecting with my soul. Um, in fact, the first, I actually do have a guru now. Um, this is my second guru that I'm with. Um, when I was with the first guru, I studied with him for two years, between years 2000 and 2002. And I ended up moving into his ashram for almost a year. And an ashram is, you can think of an ashram like a monastery. It's a place that the guru lives and he teaches students about the path of yoga. And um, that particular path that I was on didn't involve meditation at all. It was more of a path of serving others. So we learned that, that service to other people is supremely important 
along our path. That it's, you know, instead of thinking me, me, me all the time, yes. it's a good thing to focus on the needs of others. And in that way, not only do you help them, you help help yourself as well. That's amazing. That That is so powerful to hear you say that because, you know, as as you probably heard from the introduction, I always encourage people to give, give to others, even if it's time, be of service to others, give of yourself. And that's so very powerful. So I'd like to, to know more about that. We're going to take a, a quick break and we're going to come back with Jan to find out more about yoga. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. Do you think you're creative? Do you want to be? Don't have enough time for your arts, crafts, and hobbies? Or do you just need a kick in the pants? Hi, I'm Mark Lipinski, the host of Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski, right here on TogiNet Radio. Come on and join me every Wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest, fun-filled hours of your week. Hey, need ideas? How about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration? Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. Clarence Caldwell here with a very special expert. I'll call her a guru of yoga. She's a yogini and a yogi. And I want to make sure that we tap into all of her wisdom that allows us to utilize this, this gift, this, this technique in a way to not only de-stress and take ourselves out of being overwhelmed, but to live uh, more, I'll just call it more peaceful and productive life. And, uh, you know, before the break, we were talking about uh, Jan, you and I were talking about uh, your first your, your first guru and uh, being in that place where 
where you live in service of others. And just tell us a little bit more about that, because I want to know what that next step looked like for you. Okay. Um, do you want to know about living in the ashram a little bit? Is that what yes, you're... Yes. That, that, it sounds like you were away from your, your normal life, I guess I call it. Yes. Um, I, had actually, uh, I had actually found this guru through, an, through a friend of mine. And just real briefly, when, when I was seven years old, I, I pulled a book off of my parents' bookshelf. And the, the book was about Eastern religion, Eastern philosophy. I don't even know why that book was there, because they were very fundamental in their belief system. And, you know, to find a book like that was just kind of uncanny. And I don't remember what the book was, and I don't remember really what I read. The only thing I remember is putting that book back on the bookshelf, watching my hand put it back on the shelf, and saying to myself silently, if I ever get the chance to meet a guru, I'm going to meet one. Wow. And that didn't come. It didn't come to fruition for me for decades later. I had to go through a lot of pain to get, to get there. But I finally got the chance to meet my guru. And he taught me so many things. It was just amazing. Mm. The first thing I remember when I moved in, and I, I was I studied his teachings for probably a year before I moved in, but first thing I remember him teaching me was that you really don't know anything. <laughs> and, and the reason we don't know anything is because, you know, we're born, we come from a place that we don't know, we don't know how it originated, we don't know how the earth got here. Here we are, we know how to live our lives, sometimes well, sometimes not, and then we don't know what happens when we leave. So, basically, there's so much more that we don't know and what we don't know is beyond our five senses we only know what we can see hear taste feel and smell and that's about it and i always thought to myself along you know throughout the years there's got to be more to this life than than just what i can see and living in the ashram i was the whole world opened up to me. The, the yoga teachings really put things into perspective to show that there is much more to know than we know. And because of that, maybe we need to step back a little bit and not be so controlling of our own life. Mm -hmm. Maybe we need to be an observer more. And maybe we need to try to seek the truth. And that's really what, when you start being a truth seeker, that's when you end up meeting your teacher. You know, they say when, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. It's because you're asking those questions about life. Who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? And I was definitely asking those questions when I met my guru. Uh, excellent. Oh, wow. That's pretty, uh, you know, it's pretty insightful because I... I would imagine that many people have these questions, but we quickly dismiss them and just go on with our five sensory lives. Um, and, mm -hmm. and some, I would imagine, also have this as a nagging question. So mm -hmm. your Absolutely. responding to that is, is, is amazing that not everybody does that. Well, the reason I did it, I mean, it was a nagging question. And... You know, sometimes we learn through our pain. 
Uh, sometimes it takes a, a very painful experience to get us to make a move. And that's basically what happened in my life. I, I was very, always very successful in school. I, you know, I got a BS degree. I, I got an MBA, both with highest distinction. And I thought, my life is just going to be fantastic. You know, I've, I've got it made. It's going to be a piece of cake. But when I got out into the world and tried to make my career happen, and also at the same time tried to make my love life happen, because those were the two most important things to me in my life, my career and my love life, it, it took about 10 years for me to realize, um, you know, it's not going the way I thought it was going to go. In fact, I'm not happy at all. In fact, I'm pretty miserable. And, you know, in my relationships, I kept picking relationships where where the my boyfriend just couldn't make commi co a commitment you know and I wanted a commitment I wanted a life with the soulmate so I really hit bottom at one point when both my career and my love life were just in the skids and I ended up one evening I remember on the living room floor just sobbing and, and thinking to myself I have no idea what I'm doing I don't know what to do next and that night I surrendered and that was really this what put me on my path was wow. I, you know I, I had nowhere to get where to turn I needed help and I asked for it and I ended up getting it Wow that, that's that is very very powerful Jan uh, you know that the even the word you use surrendered I mean that is such a powerful image that I have of you during that time in your life you know, I've often uh, have heard and have said to people that it takes a lot of strength to hold on, but it takes even more strength to let go. And it sounds like you, you found that strength within just to let go and, 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 uh, and follow that path. Yeah, I, I basically really had no choice at that point. I, I had no idea what to do next. Mm -hmm. So, and I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up with religion or spirituality at all. So, but at that time, I felt like, you know, what do I have to lose? And I had a Bible, I picked it up, and I, I remember holding it in my hands. I even held it up to my heart, and I looked up in the air, you know, toward heaven, and I said, God, if you're there, please help me open this book to a passage that will talk to me, that will tell me what the problem is, so that I can know what to do or so that I can get help. And, you know, I'll, I'll never forget. I opened it up just to one page. I, I, my eyes rested on the, the passage that said to me, and I, I don't know what that passage is. I can't find it anymore. I hope someday somebody will tell me where it is. But that, what, what that passage said was, you can turn away from God as many times in your life as you want to. It doesn't matter. God's love is unconditional. The second you turn back around towards God, you're going to get help. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the passage made me understand that what was going on in my own life was that I was feeling unworthy. I wasn't feeling worthy of good things. I wasn't feeling worthy of God. I wasn't feeling worthy of anything. And I was self-sabotaging everything that I did. And that's why nothing was working. And just to have that answer in my hand was, it, it was like the light went on. And I, I just felt so, uh, so happy and relieved that now I had the answer. I still didn't know what to do with it. 
I had the key. I didn't know how to turn it, but now I had a place to start. Great, great. Okay, so with, with what you've gone through there, what you've just established for, for me and for everyone listening is a level of credibility for what you're going to teach us tonight. I mean, that sets the stage. You, you become the expert because you've lived it. And so what we're going to, to try to have you do in the very short time we have tonight is give us some of those keys um, to, to next steps. Um, when you talked about going through two gurus, as in, in fact, you talked about the first one being a teacher of service to others, being of service to others. How did you move from there to yet another guru? Well, that... That path, if you know, if you know anything about the path, the Eastern path, it's not an easy path. It's it's very difficult. Uh, the whole idea is for you to be exposed to your weaknesses and your ego identifications, so that you can overcome them and get rid of them and start to live from from your soul instead. So the path becomes very difficult, and this particular path got really hard at one point and I decided that I needed to leave. It wasn't wasn't taking me in the direction I felt like I wanted to go. So, and I felt like there was a lack of compassion there which I really needed very sorely. So, I left that ashram and for 2 years I went on the Buddhist path studying Buddhist Buddhism. And I learned a lot from that too and in fact that that path has a lot of compassion. But I found that after 2 years I missed some of the yoga teachings. So I had a friend that I worked with that introduced me to Self-Realization Fellowship, which was created by a guru named Paramahansa Yogananda. And I, I went to hear one of their talks in 2005, and I've never gone back since. So that's the path I'm on now. Wow. And, and that path is also about serving others, but it's also about introspection about learning what the teachings are and then looking inside yourself to see you know am I on that path or am I not and then correcting yourself so that's really the basis of that path is to mold yourself into the yogi that you want to be excellent <laughs> well that's great the um you know with with where you are now and living this lifestyle you're also helping others so uh, very quickly, tell us how we can reach you if, if someone wants has a question or wants to know more. Well, you can go to my magazine that's online. It's it's deepspiritualyoga.com, and you can email me from there. And you know, I'm always available to help. Great, that's that's fantastic. Um, okay, so we're going to take a, a short break here, and when we come back with Jan Tucker. Uh, she's going to help us um, maybe give us some insights to how to de-stress our lives. I'd like to hear from her, an expert on how to do that. So uh, stick with us, everyone. We'll be back uh, shortly after the break with Jan Tucker. We'll be right back. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. 
Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy, where we are talking with a yogi and a yoga expert, Jan Tucker, who has not only knows a lot about it, this is not information that she's sharing. It's not even knowledge that she's sharing. This is wisdom. It's coming from her life's experience that has taken her down several paths uh, prior to being uh, going into yoga, prior to being uh, going into service of others and and uh, understanding what it takes to, to have compassion and introspection and of everything that she's learning along the way. For many years, she's traveled this road. And with that in mind, she has some very, very insightful information to share with us on how we can live a, a better life relative to getting in touch with who we really are. So, Jan, as we were talking before the break, and, and we had just a moment to to share with everyone how to reach you. Let's do that again because I don't want people to miss out on their ability to either get uh, your book or to contact you directly or otherwise. Okay. How do we reach you? The, my online magazine is deepspiritualyoga.com. And since we are going to be talking about de-stressing next, there is a free ebook that you can download on this site. And it's called The Ten Ways to De-Stress Your Life Permanently. So I'll, I'll talk a little bit about that for you next, too. Okay. Well, that's, that's, uh, I'm, I, I will tell you, um, I could use that right now. So let's go into <laughs> how to de-stress the life that we're living here. Are there, are there easy steps? Are there, you know, it's pretty elaborate. Um, you, know, you talked about starting yoga. You talked about just finding a place and, and breathing. So... Talk us, uh, talk through us to us about de-stressing. Well, de-stressing is really you need to do that if you're going to do the yoga path because you have to having the yoga path is all about having inner balance and inner peace and trying to always come from that place. So the first thing that you, the first goal that you have in yoga is to connect with your inner self so that you can have that balance. And you can do that in a lot of ways, but once you begin to make that connection, you start to realize that your life is about choice. We make choices every single instance of the day, every day. We make minute little choices and we make huge choices. And we have to realize that we have choice. You know, we have control over what we choose. And it's best to choose peace. Mm-hmm. And, and 
if you're living from a place of peace, then that will become easier for, for you to do. Now, you know, stress is really just a diversion. You know, I talked about our energy going out before, yes. out into the world. And the world distracts us in many different ways. It takes us away from our, our core. And it teaches us that we should do this and we should do that. And then all of a sudden we find out that this and that aren't helping us. So it's a choice. If we're, if we're faced with something stressful, you know, say somebody says something to you and it hurts. You know, it's, it's, like it, it's like a barb that they threw out and you don't know what to do with it. Well, if you look at the, there's a Buddhist saying that says if somebody shoots an arrow at you and it lands at your feet, you don't have to bend over and pick it up and stab yourself with it. <laughs> okay? So we have a choice in everything that we do. Yes. And we can, we can choose to think negatively. We can choose to think positively. And if we realize that our thoughts control our emotions, you know, if we're going to think negatively, we're going to start to go into a downward spiral then it's a better choice to replace that negative thought with something positive so that you can spiral upward instead. And I think just knowing that we have choices like that, just that awareness that we can choose is very empowering and it can set somebody on a really, uh, a much better path and it can also help you deal with the stress in your life. That's, uh, that's very, very powerful. The insight that choice uh, to to really live differently, think differently, have different emotions tied to tied to those thoughts, can make all the difference in the world. And and when you uh, when you were writing about that first item, that that thing of choice that we have, making the choice, connecting with your inner self to to really get conscious about that, uh, we know that stress shows up in many different ways, and physical and in your behavior, emotions and. And uh, this helps with all that, I'm assuming. Yes. You know, one, once you connect with your inner self better and you're on the path for a while, you actually open yourself up to more wisdom that's available. Um, it's kind of, I guess the easiest way to put it is that you get closer to your own intuition. And because of that, when you make your decisions and you make your choices, you're making them from a a place of, of knowledge and intuition. You're able to discern what you should do and you're able to make better choices that lead you on a better path. And it's just, you know, it's hard. It's something that's really hard to explain because, you know, the yoga path isn't, like you said, it's not a path of knowledge. It's a path of experience. You, you have to live through some of this to learn it. Yes, yes. <laughs> And, and you know that's a, that's a very good point because I, I you know I, I, I don't know if this is right or wrong, but I pride myself and I'm not a prideful person, but I pride myself on having that at least a certain level of intuition and it reminds me of, of uh, when I met you. Uh, there was something there was this energy about you. there was this feeling that I had this, this and we weren't even speaking to each other but when we got the moment, I just had to say something to you because I wanted to connect with that energy. And, and here we are, not too long later, having this great conversation. And, and who knows, you know, in the future, maybe more collaborative work. But 
you know, you have to pay attention to that inner self and make those choices based on your intuition, based on that energy, and not based on the, the five senses per se. Absolutely. And I, you know, I'm so glad that you did act on that feeling too. And, and you're right. You know, when, when somebody goes on the yoga path, their life changes in many, many ways. And I noticed myself that friends of mine, you know, people that I knew said to me, you know, what's different? You know, something's different about you. What are you doing? And, and they wanted to know because they realized that I, I seemed a lot happier and a lot more peaceful. So that's I think, great. too, um, another good concept uh, that's talked about, you know, it might even be kind of common, but in, when you're learning yoga, you're learning to live the path, you want to kind of disconnect from your emotions. You know, we have emotions that react really quickly. And, and as, as mentioned, our emotions really lead to our feelings. And then, our, you know, our, we can go in the wrong direction. So one, one tip when you're on this path is to pull back a bit and just be an observer. So if something happens to you that upsets you and you start to feel yourself getting tied up in it, you, you pull yourself back and you say, okay, let me just watch this situation. Let me just observe what's happening. Isn't it kind of interesting that I'm getting all bent out of shape over this? I wonder what I'm going to do next. And you, you pull yourself back as though you're another person looking at yourself. And that way you can get a better perspective sometimes than, than getting all tied up in the moment. And you can take a step back and you can breathe. And you can say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach this situation from that place of peace that I'm starting to develop. Yes. Yes, that's uh, that. That's difficult to do at times when you're when you're really in the heat of the moment. So I would imagine it takes a bit of uh, practice doing that. It takes a lot of practice. <laughs> I'm still practicing it. <laughs> it's a lifelong yes. practice. It actually is. Yes, and you know, it, it, we're we're taught in this society that we should be reacting. You know, we're we're a society of extroverts. We don't like to sit back and, and, you know, just take things in and observe and then come in and see where maybe we can help. You know, so we get a new job, we want to go in, we want to change everything right away, you know. Right. And, and it, doesn't, it doesn't work out best that way. It works better if you observe and then you, can, then you can really put a plan together and come in and find successful ways to deal with things. Great, great. Uh, what else can we do? Well, we can realize that there is a flow to life. You know, I didn't used to realize that at all. I, as mentioned, I, I really wanted to make my life happen. I had ideas. And, you know, I, I thought I was all prepared to go out in the world. And, you know, the world is your oyster, right? <laughs> well, you know... Everybody's coming from that place. We all have desires. We all have wants. We all have things that we need. And it, how can it, if we are all going for for that that goal, how can we possibly all reach our goal? Our goals are going to be conflicting with each other. I want this. You want that. It, it can't be both ways. So, if we realize 
that there's actually a flow to life and that if we get in tune with that flow that we can make good decisions you know when you're trying to make things happen and they're not working for you sometimes you feel like you're banging your head up against the wall again and again and again mm-hmm. and when you when you're doing that it's smart to realize that you might be going in the wrong direction that might not be the direction that life wants you to go in so you might want to just step back again like i mentioned before step back and see where the flow is going yes I, I did this one time. It was hard for me to do because I was, you know, with my career, I was so goal-oriented. But one time I said to myself, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to practice this. I'm going to see if this works and see what happens. I, I was working for a major corporation in Florida, and my division was about to go out and just to be distinct, extinct. And I looked at that situation, and I said, you know, I, I could go to this I had two other choices I could go to. I could go to to one division where I would kind of have a boring job, and but it would be real secure. Or I could go to another division, and and the two managers of those divisions were fighting over me. And I thought, okay, I really want to go to the one that's more exciting, but I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let them fight over me and see what happens. And whatever way it goes, I'm going to assume that was the right way. I ended up getting hired into the division that was a lot more exciting. And six months later, that division went away too. <laughs> so it, you know, it, it bounced me out, but I found the better path because I ended up having my own business after that. Uh, so so um, you, you're talking about just sometimes going with that flow, or at least um, I think the way you put it in your book is to honor the flow of life. Um, exactly, and and to to do that, sometimes you like you were when you first got into this. You said some you just had to surrender and let go, and you started to go with that flow. And certain things just appeared and opened up to you. Just opening the Bible to that one passage—that's um, part of that flow that you let happen. That's very powerful. Exactly, there there really is a flow to life, and yes. I I truly believe that we have a purpose. Yes. And that our life really won't be congruent until we figure out what that purpose is and start to follow it. Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break here because uh, that's part of what we're purposed to do. And we're going to get back with Jan for more. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. 
Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with Jan Tucker talking about yoga. And, you know, the last segment, we talked about ways to de-stress our lives and if you go on to uh, Jan's site, and uh, it's deepspiritualyoga.com, uh, I think you'll find out more about that. Now, she just covered with us two or three things that were very, very impactful that will absolutely make a difference. And she's got a, a whole list of other things that we, we won't even be able to get to tonight. Uh, but So we're going to move from that to just going back to the... The foundation of yoga. Tell us a little bit more, Jan, about you know this this thing called yoga. I really want to make sure I'm understanding it. It's not just a, a concept. It's not just a physical exercise. But there are certain principles to it that that I think you can help us with. Okay, there are yeah there are many many layers to yoga. Um, in fact, you know, I, I talked a little bit about God here tonight, and the ultimate goal of yoga is to be enlightened. And enlightenment means to have a direct connection with God. Now that said, you don't even have to believe in God to study yoga because there are so many layers to the yoga path that there's something there for everyone. And yoga helps us deal with whatever problems surface in our life. Um, in fact, there's a, there's a book that, um, that was written by my guru, my current guru. Uh, it's called Where There Is Light. And that book is a very thin book. It's probably less than a half an inch. But I, I never ceased, it never ceases to amaze me that whatever problem I have, if I go to that book, there's an answer in that book. It's just amazing. So as complex as it can be to learn the path of yoga, when it all boils down to it, it's really simple. Yoga is a, a life of simplicity. It's, it's, a, it's not complicated, but we make it complicated. And what yoga tries to do is to take all of the layers that we've built up on ourselves to protect ourselves, and it helps us peel those layers away one layer at a time so that we can reach who we really are and live from that place, live, live from a place, place of authenticity. Wow. Now, and another concept of yoga that's somewhat related is that, and, and I didn't realize this at first, um, you know, why are we here? Why are we on this earth? Well, when it comes, when it all boils down to it, we're on this planet so that we can learn, we can grow, we can find our true purpose. And in doing that, we can, we can find truth. We're here to seek and we're here to learn. And yoga is one path. It's not the only path. 
And that's what I liked most about yoga when I first found it was that there's such an openness to other religions, other spiritual ideas. It's all good because it all leads to the same place. We're all going in the same direction. We're all going to end up in the same place. But there are different paths to go on. And those paths are pretty much tailored to what each individual needs. That's why we're on different paths. And, you know, yoga would have us not fighting amongst each other because our ideas are different. It would having it would have us looking at each other's pathways and seeing the similarities because there are many, many similarities between all the world's religions and philosophies. Yes. Yes. So the, the, the real, it sounds like the, the answer or part of the answer is, is not so much the answer itself, but our seeking of that answer, our quest to find that level of enlightenment, that connection with source or God or whatever you want to call it. But getting back to our true self, that is in connection with that. Absolutely. It's all about the path. In fact, uh, another Buddhist saying is, there is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. And I love that saying. (laughs) That is great. That's great because, you know, the, the, the thing you were talking about earlier with the thoughts and emotions that tend to create the life that we end up living. Um, If you can find a way to help manage that, manage your thoughts, manage your your connection to spirit, it will have an impact on your thoughts and emotions. Am I I taking a quantum leap there or do you you feel that way as well? I say that just in a little different way. Yeah, Yeah, I was thinking about how how our lives turn out and uh, why they turn out that way. And, and it kind of starts from our connection with self, connection with spirit, that leads to certain thoughts. And if we don't have that connection, then the thoughts are they're random, they're, they're introduced by external forces and, and our lives take that, that path. But when we're connected uh, to our true self, then we're seeking the right path. Yeah, that brings up another really great concept of yoga, which is karma. And one day I'm going to write a book about karma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Basically, to explain it simply is, every action that we have has an effect. There's always a cause and effect. And throughout our life, and, you know, if we have multiple lives, throughout multiple lives, every action that we take creates something so if we if we take a bad action that that action is going to lead to bad consequences uh you know uh, john lennon talked about instant karma but it's not always instant sometimes you'll do something when you're three years old and it won't come back to hit you until you're 65 Um, but basically we're creating our own situations to live through we we create those situations and it means that we have lessons to learn. So if we create bad karma for ourselves, the seeds of that karma will eventually develop at the perfect moment in our life 
that we are ready to face them. Uh-huh. And sometimes that's why, you know, we don't know why bad things happen to us. We think we're doing the right thing. Well, it can be something that we forgot that we did years ago. It can be something that we did in a different lifetime. But it's coming out now so that we can learn from it, so that we can now choose the right path instead of the wrong one that we did in the beginning. There, there's bad karma, there's good karma, and there's neutral karma. But in truth, our, all karma is good because it's there to teach us our life lessons that we need to learn in order to become the best person that we can be. Right. Oh, very, very well said. Very well said. Thank you. Uh, the, the, the thing that comes to mind as you're talking about that is when I notice uh, either in my own life a reflection of my past or uh, in other people who who do something that uh, you one would say, well, you know, karma's going to get you. If, whether it's now or later, you're going you're gonna to pay for that. Uh, it's, typically, it's typically in, in response to um, someone trying to get something, trying to be something, trying to do something that, that is really not coming from their true self. They're trying to be perfect. They're trying to have more you know, money. Or, so it, it drives our behavior in a way that, that is, un- I'll call it non-authentic. Do you find that as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And again, that's where your connection comes in. Because as you connect within, you begin to not want to live from anything other than your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You get to know yourself. You get to know who you are. And then you want to live from that place. And... It, it actually becomes tough for you to be around people who aren't authentic at that point. You know, it's kind of like a person who quits smoking. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're the worst ones to be around because they're kind of into not smoking anymore. You know, it's right. the same thing with yoga. As you grow, you want to hang around people that are more positive and that understand your, where you're coming from. Yes, that's so true. <laughs> And what's good is you get you begin to attract those people into your life. You really do. Your, your vibration is the same. They show up. That's so very true. Um, I love that you say that because we we talk about that here all the time. To what you what you have in your life is really a, a uh, it's related to the vibration that you put out. You attract that in your life based on what you're putting out there. That's that energy flow. I guess when you flow a certain energy out it's going to respond in kind and, and bring that kind of energy back to you. Absolutely. Oh, that's um, amazing. The one other, thing that, one other thing that I do have for people that is on the website is um, there's a yoga journey that I've created. It's a month-long journey. I made it 31 days because some months have 31 days. And it's called the White Lotus Way in five minutes a day. And it's just a really good introduction to yoga that you can start to practice in in just five minutes every day. I send you new instructions for each day. You learn how to create a meditation space for yourself. You learn how to meditate. You get um, affirmations to practice. And I I do some guided meditations and just give you some practice in in some of the the easy principles of yoga so that you can get a good feel for what the path is like. That's excellent. Oh, gosh, I, I, I'm glad that that's there because there are so many people that uh, really 
want to know well, how do I really start this? And it sounds like a mm-hmm. a starter's guide, if you will, or <laughs> yoga for dummies. You know, I don't mean that literally, <laughs> but uh, certainly uh, people can relate to that. But um, so that's great. Thank you for that. Welcome. Yes, the and it's called the White Lotus Way. In five minutes a day, in on the website I just call, okay. yeah, in the, on the website I just call it an inner journey. So okay. just look for that 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 article about the inner journey. You'll find it. All right. And there's also there's also a movie out right now about the life of Yogananda. It's called Awake: The Life of Yogananda. It's playing throughout the country, and you can find the link to where to find that movie on the website as well. Oh, great. Great. Looking for a great movie to go to, and that, that sounds like a really good one to, to actually see and, and uh, take something in from it. Have you seen it yet? I've seen it quite a few times, and I've taken friends with me, and they've all really loved it. They, they even want to return again because there's so much in it uh-huh. to learn. Well, I can't wait to go it's see about, it. Yeah, it's about Yogananda's life, but it, it's very, very interesting. Uh, well, Jan, you know, we could... We could talk all, all night about this because this is such a fascinating uh, subject for, for me, and I'm learning so much just talking to you this, these brief moments. So I, I maybe we'll pick up the conversation another time. We'll have you back. Uh, that would be wonderful. Thank you. All right. I really enjoyed well, being here. I'm glad you took the time to, to spend with us today. Thank you so very much. I really, really appreciate it. I honor the work you're doing. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Clarence. Okay, everyone, we will talk to you again next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success. To help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.